What is next for 49ers quarterback Trey Lance? We're talking all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Today's episode is sponsored by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, we we've got some real news today. We we've kind of been uh, we've talked been talking about the uh, preseason games. Those have have given us some good talking points for sure. Uh, but we we're getting some blurbs today, so we're going to start with those. We also have a few listener questions we're going to get to. Thanks for sending those in, Matt. We got to talk about Trey Lance. We got this 49ers blurb, uh, kind of midday yesterday, I guess, that Sam Darnold had won the 49ers quarterback two job, the backup job, and that the team was looking at options uh, as far as what to do with Trey Lance. Obviously we know what that means. They're looking to move on from the former, what was he two overall three overall? Wow. They, they spent that early pick yeah. traded multiple picks up for him. And it obviously did not work out. I would, I would say um, kind of the middle of the, off season, you know, maybe post combine, but pre draft, it, it kind of started to sink in, even with the Trey Lance truthers that this this really is Brock Purdy's job, right? The injuries not looking quite as bad as maybe we once thought. Um, if everything the 49ers ha- have told us or have made public makes it sound like this is Brock Purdy's job. So, as so the starting job. I think I think we kind of gave up that fight a while ago, and uh, the battle was just to see which of these high-profile quarterbacks, uh, former very uh, former high draft picks, would actually win the backup job. And it is Sam Darnold. So Matt, earlier in the week we were talking trade with uh, with Jonathan Taylor. You gave us some possible landing spots. I want to go back to that. Well, where could Trey Lance be headed? And is he going to be uh, – is he even going to get a chance to be a starter this year? Um, I, I want to say one thing. I, I'm not fighting with you. I do agree Purdy is a starter. However, I think the, the bigger – the way I would phrase it is Lance is not the starter. I think they adore Darnold. And even in some one-quarterback leagues, like at the end of rookie drafts when you're just like fifth-round picks, I grabbed Darnold way back then. And I've been trying to trade for him in my only super flex. Like he's only 24 years old. And if he gets in there at any point, they may never get him out. Yeah, that, that's very fair. Um, I mean, for the record, the, the report was Kyle Shanahan has named Sam Darnold as the backup quarterback to Brock Purdy. So that's, that's the status for now. But I, I think you make mm-hmm. a good point, especially if you're in a super flex league. Sure. Uh, it, go, it goes without saying that Sam Darnold needs to be on a roster, uh, not only in in uh, 
dynasty Superflex, but I would say, as you alluded to there, even in uh, Superflex redraft leagues where every quarterback matters, um, I'm kind of interested to see what Sam Darnold can do. I mean, this is a team where uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, a former late round pick and a player who looked you know, just okay as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Sure. Made a, ma- made a major fantasy impact and, and really had a lot of success. Brock Purdy in his short run, obviously Mr. Irrelevant, he had a lot of success late last season. So this is the uh, the system to be in for quarterbacks, at least quarterbacks not named Trey Lance. So uh, back to Lance. Yes. Do you see any fits out there where he could actually play in 2023? I'm actually scribbling down a list as we speak, but there were two teams that I immediately, immediately came to mind, and that's the Buccaneers mm-hmm. and the Vikings. Now, I'm not saying he would start for the Vikings, but he could be the successor next year. You could have a year of learning, go a different direction, a different style of quarterback. There's tons of them where he would be a – Ravens backup, Fields backup, you know, those types. And the other team I wanted to throw out, too, as I'm scanning the league right now, I actually have a couple. Denver? Okay. I mean, that's not the craziest nope. thing I've ever heard. Nope. My, Miami? Insurance. I mean, a connection with, yeah. Uh, they did sign White, though, and seemed to really like him. Um, Green Bay? Mm, yeah, m- more insurance, right? Or eventual competition or, yeah, and Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of spots. <laughs> Not that, bad, yeah. There's a lot of spots that make sense, whether it's with um, an unproven quarterback currently or that veteran quarterback. You know, there has been talk that this could be Kirk Cousins' last season in Minnesota. It seems like mm-hmm. we seems like we hear that a lot, but I, if I remember correctly, he's due for a big-time pay raise in 2024, uh, I think yes. that's correct. So, yeah, I mean, anything is possible. I do think somebody made a good point on Twitter, and, and uh, you know, forgive me, I can't remember who this was, but I saw it as I was scrolling. If you're a team that's not going to be in the in the running for the 101, if you're not in the Caleb Williams uh, market for next season, you should be looking at Trey Lance. You know, if you're not going to have that so top too. pick or that second pick, you know, Drake May is going to be up there as well the uh the kid from North Carolina but outside of those two you know you could make a case that Lance is uh, a better prospect than anybody else in next year's class at least as of now so rather than waiting and hoping to get uh hit on a player there maybe you give up uh certainly not a first round pick but you know you give up no. a lesser draft capital for uh the project that is Trey Lance i, I think it i think it makes sense um, you gave us quite a few met, good options yeah. there. Go ahead. I mentioned the, the Packers, but one of the issues is you're not going to have a lot of time. Like if you're the Vikes that if he never sees the field this year, are you confident that you can just hand the thing over to him? Cause he's pretty far into his rookie contract is my point. You know, like there's been a lot of time gone by and you don't get many years to figure these things out. And then I wanted to say another thing about Miami. So Yes, insurance, but everyone's talking about Herbert just got a new deal. Right. Burrow's going to get his. Well, no one's mentioned Tua. He was picked right with those guys. You yeah. know, like, do we know he's even coming back? 
Well, I mean, we, we know why he hasn't gotten the big payday yet. Um, and it, sure, it sure. doesn't have a lot to do with performance on the field. So yeah, I, I do feel like there are some landing spots. I think you also make a good point that um, if a team trades for him and then just uh, either uses him as a backup this year or as a uh, kind of a plan B 2024 option, now it's just another year where he's not getting much game action. And uh, I mean, you know, his, his college, um, his, I mean, the, the COVID he, stuff messed him up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, COVID he hasn't thrown many passes in five years. Exactly. Exactly. Somebody had the stat uh, about how many passes he had thrown dating back to high school. And it was between his limited run in San Francisco, <laughs> right. his limited college experience. It, it was not it's very few. It was not many. It's very few. Uh, right, right. Taking a look at some Trey Lance trades. These are all super flex trades. Uh, and, and these are all just within the past, uh, past week or so. Trey Lance and a first rounder, 2024 first rounder for Tua Tungavaloa and a third rounder. So Lance and a one for Ooh. Tua and a three. We don't know where that one lands, but I'm most likely yeah, yeah, taking yeah. the Tua side there. Me too. Trey Lance I mean, for even if he doesn't come back to Miami too is going to be a starter somewhere unless medical destroys him. You know? Right, right. Trey Lance for Christian Watson. Wow, I'll take Watson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, for yeah. sure. Uh, Trey Lance and Brevin Jordan for Luke Musgrave. This is this is kind of more what okay. I, yeah, this right. is more what I thought we might be seeing. Trey Lance for Luke Musgrave. Uh, here's one. Trey Lance for a second rounder, a future two. Um, those, that, that's the that's the neighborhood to me, right? That's kind of what I thought we would see: Trey Lance and Luke Musgrave for Zach Wilson and Rashad White. So Lance and Musgrave for Rashad White plus Zach Wilson. I think I'll take Rashad White there. Actually, would you rather? Actually, I misheard you. I thought you were talking about for some reason when you said White, I thought Zach Wilson. Would you rather have Zach Wilson or Trey Lance? Oh, it was certainly Lance still. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess even if he's bad at quarterback, he still runs. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, for fantasy reasons. Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's that's enough Trey Lance talk. Probably way more than he deserves at this point. Uh, obviously, we talked uh, losers earlier in the week, and at this point, he unfortunately would be one of those dynasty losers from this preseason. we got a few more notes to hit on and a couple listener questions. We'll do that next. Guys, I told you the other day about my experience last week going to Guns N' Roses. I was just getting back from training camp. My wife was just leaving the next day. She didn't really want to go. And I was like, ah, should I go or not? And she's like, go, 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 go. So I used the Game Time app, and it was phenomenal. It was the first time I'd ever used it. I heard about it through us, of course. And it was a very easy experience. And buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful at all. And it wasn't. It was a real simple decision. Boom, let's go. It's a fast and easy way to buy your tickets for all sports, music, comedy, theater, whatever you're looking for. Game Time has killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, and you can stop stressing over tickets and start to get hyped for the fun you'll have. So here, here's what you need to do. It, it Actually, forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right now up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price 
If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So nothing to lose. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code LOCKEDONNFL, all one word, 20 bucks off your first purchase. I, I did the other day. Terms apply, but again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We are back. We're talking some news and notes from around the league. Uh, we talked about the San Francisco 49ers quarterback situation with Darnold, Trey Lance. Let's move on to another player we're, at this point, not very sure about as far as his status in 2023, Matt. It's a guy we talked about earlier in the week, Jonathan Taylor. Um, you had mentioned Miami as a possible landing spot. We've gotten reports since our show that Miami is indeed interested. And and now we get this latest report that the Colts have issued a deadline. So uh, just a couple of days ago, they gave Jonathan Taylor permission to seek a trade. Now they've set a deadline in place for him to find mm-hmm. a trade partner. He has, Matt, less than a week now. He has until next Tuesday to find a trade partner. And we got an interesting report from uh, Colts beat reporter, Stephen Holder, along with Adam Schefter, six teams have inquired on, on JT and two have made offers. So the Colts have two offers already. We know at least based on reports and honestly, common sense that Miami is interested. Is Miami the best landing spot for JT? Mm. For us, if we're a Taylor owner. Yeah, for, for, for dynasty? dynasty purposes, sure. I would say Kansas City's ahead of them, but that might be it. Yeah, they're they're certainly up there. Again, we talked earlier in the week yeah. about the uh the run game there in Miami. And uh while Mostert and Wilson are fine, while A Chain is a player we like certainly long term and he's an exciting prospect, mm-hmm. uh they don't have anything like Jonathan Taylor there. Um No. And it's a good scheme and all that good stuff too. So, so with the deadline in mind, with uh, really all the smoke that that has been around this situation, especially over the past few days, what what are the odds that you're putting on this that Taylor is actually traded? Over fifty yeah. percent, under seventy five. Okay, I, I think I'm I'm in line um, with that. Certainly over fifty percent that he is actually dealt. Mm-hmm. Especially once I heard that they had they do actually have two offers and. You know, maybe that's a, a third rounder or a fourth rounder. Maybe that's the offer. But mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes NFL teams are probably like dynasty managers that they they don't want to pay more than they have to. Right? They're they're going to try to buy as low as they can, especially in a situation like this. So, um, is the team offering a first round pick? I don't think so. If they were, this deal this deal so. would already be done. Right? Um, mm-hmm. Instead, now we get a deadline. We get another just another little piece of the story here so so offers and serious offers aren't the same thing right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah and one thing we, we talked about this the other day on peacock and williamson and brian threw out maybe if that deal does happen a running back goes back to the colts you know like i threw out the commanders how about brian robinson and a three you know like the colts don't really have anything left i mean they could sign Fournette and they could survive with the guys they have but Maybe a young back is part of the plan. 
Yeah, I mean, I think Brian Robinson, a guy like that, would make some sense. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about the Ravens on here. I don't think they, you know, maybe they want J.K. Dobbins or they would be happy with him. But again, he's he's got some contract issues. We saw reports yesterday. Mm-hmm. I believe it was yesterday that the Raiders are are willing to listen to uh, offers on Josh Jacobs. Same thing. They they don't want the Colts don't want to pay that running back or any running back big money. Right. If they did, they obviously would have done that with Taylor. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe if it's a guy like Robinson still on a rookie deal, mm-hmm. um, that, that, that's Khalil a possibility. Khalil Herbert in a third. Khalil Herbert in a third, mm. something like that. Yeah, that would, that, that would be fun. That's kind of tasty though, fun. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, th- That'd be good for both. Right. We did have a couple of other, uh, smaller pieces of news, but worth, uh, mentioning on here. Uh, DJ Chark suffered a hamstring injury. There was some kind of back and forth on this report that it it may be serious, may keep him out of action for a while. A later report said not so serious. We know the story here with DJ Chark. I mean, it's uh, unfortunately it's going to happen. This guy just can't stay on the field. Uh, we also talked earlier in the week about Jonathan Mingo, a player that uh, I'm getting more and more interested in as his his role seems to be close to locked in. Uh, was pretty impressive last weekend in that preseason game. And then this one was a, a little bit surprising, probably probably not a huge note on the dynasty front, but yeah, a little bit of a surprise. Corey Davis uh, retires. He had not been with the team, had been away um, for personal reasons. Now we know at least somewhat what those personal reasons were, that he is retiring from the NFL and from the New York Jets. Uh, I mean, I guess this is good news for guys like Alan Lazard. Maybe even good news for my guy Randall Cobb. Maybe he he uh, maybe. maybe he sees a few more touches. Uh, but we know this is really uh, really going to be Garrett Wilson's show. At least that's the expectation. So sometimes something personal happens in their life where they don't like. For example, here in Pittsburgh, Stephon Tuit quit the game because his brother was tragically shot. Like I hope it's something not something like that. But what a weird off season for Corey Davis. Like. We thought he was going to get released three months ago. I mean, yeah. I mean, he looked like a cap casualty forever, and he kept hanging around. And maybe there's more to the story. Is all I'm saying. It's just been a weird off season for him. Yeah, hopefully nothing. Uh, hopefully nothing negative. But it does feel like there's something there that we haven't heard yet. We've got some listener questions that we want to tackle before we call it a day. We're going to do that right after this. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Every dayers, check out tomorrow's show. Kate and Marcus will be back to wrap up the week and to get you ready for the final week of preseason NFL action. So listen in to Kate and Marcus tomorrow. Matt, we got some listener questions. Let's run through these pretty quickly. Jay says, thoughts on Traylon Burks, hold or trade? Of course, we know Traylon Burks, Kind of a rough start to his career, I would say. Uh, last year was uh, dealt with an injury himself. Uh, he's injured again now. And, uh, oh, yeah, the Titans also brought in DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, what, are, what are you thinking on Traylon Burks uh, dynasty-wise heading into year two? I don't feel extremely strong on this take, but my answer is neither hold or trade. My answer is buy. Because I think Hopkins might be really close to done. Mm, okay. Um, it, I, I read some stuff on Fantasy Points this morning about 
Hopkins really was bad against man coverage last year, which is a telltale sign of you have guys starting to decline. And well, I know that he wins at the catch point. And go ahead. I was just going to say another sign of guys starting to decline is using steroids, right? And that's another sign that the decline, that okay. the end is near. And, yeah, and of yep. course he got busted for that. Go ahead. And I don't love Burks, but I think this is probably the lowest his stock will be for a while. Everyone's high on Chig and yeah. now Burks is an afterthought and, because all the reports on him were have been great other than the injury. Like, he came a long way. So I think he's a pretty talented guy. Taking a look at the trade finder once again, we see some interesting ones here. And, and uh, this shows that Burke's value certainly has dipped a little bit. Traylon Burks and a future third rounder for Mike Evans. Uh, I really like Mike Evans, but I'm, I'm worried about him this year a little bit as well in that offense. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take a shot on Burks, who is obviously much, much younger. Yeah. Uh, so that that's a deal I would make. I want to hear your thoughts on this one. Traylon Burks. Real, real quick, that oh, might yeah. be a quick way to cash out on Mike Evans before it's too yeah, late. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Traylon Burks for George Pickens and a third rounder. So you gotta you've you've gotta add to George Pickens to get Burks, at least based on this one. Deal. I'd rather I'd rather Pickens. I up. thought you might go that way. I, I think I probably agree. Yeah. Traylon Burks for Sky Moore and a second rounder. Sky in the second. Mm. That's that's really that close. Is, that yeah, is close. I think second. I'm taking the other side. Yeah. I think I'd pay that for Burks, but I'm with you. That is mm-hmm. that's a close one. I'm a sky believer, but yeah. The last one here, trailing Burks for Brandon Cooks and a second rounder. Burks. Yeah. Cooks is more startable right this minute. I wish that was a third rounder, not a second. Yeah, that but... that one might come down to team makeup. You really need the starter. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you go that way. Um, and then you you still get the future pick. Again, based on those trades, Traylon Burke's value has obviously dropped a little bit over the past month or so based on what the Tennessee Titans have done. I think I'm kind of with, with Matt here. I, I'm more interested in buying Traylon Burks than – uh, selling him certainly at these lower costs. So between your hold or trade options, hold on to him. Let's see how uh, let's see how the season plays out once he is back on the field. You think you could get him for two future seconds? You know, like generic two future seconds. Mm, I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like Sky Moore's. Yeah. I think Sky Moore's worth a second, and that was. I think. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. I right. Think Brandon Cooks is worth a second. So based on those deals, those are essentially two seconds for. Uh, for for Burks. Interesting question here from Mark. Why does it feel like the third down pass catching running back types take longer to make an impact for fantasy? Should we be thinking about them similarly to tight ends in that it could take a couple of years for them to produce? And Mm. this is not something I'd, at least not from this point of view that I'd ever really thought about. I kind of like the comparison to, to yeah. the tight ends and uh, a lot of the, I mean, the main reason I think of that they, that we need to be patient with these types of players is that they don't have that every down established role. Um, their, their usage is somewhat unpredictable um, or, and not consistent. And that, that is similar to those, those young tight ends, especially rookies. So yeah, I, I think that's a fair comparison. Um Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing we have to remember is just so rarely do those types of players 
turn into major, major hits, right? I mean, how often right, does right. that third down change of pace type player become the starter and become the every down guy? Um, it's, this horrifies it's, me it's for not, Jameer Gibbs. <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, he was a first-round pick in the pedigree, but he's 200 pounds soaking wet. Well, here's here's my – you took a different approach. Gibbs feels a little I, different to me, though. Yeah. I mean, you know he's going to play right away. But I think, you know, the, the first stage of this question – the second stage is really good. Maybe it is a tight end situation. But they don't, they don't pay off as much as you think. You know, like – if you're only getting less than 10 carries a game, you got to catch a lot of passes to be pretty relevant. Right. But the, the question of why does a third down pass catching back take longer? I think the short answer was two much more um, involved route tree at this level. Okay. You know, like you're not just rolling out, beating a linebacker in space with wide hash marks and you just go to the wide side of the field and they dump it to you, you make a miss and you're the best athlete on the field. It's just much more condensed much more difficult and complex route concepts. But more importantly, it's pass protection. Mm. I mean, there, there's two reasons rookies don't get on the field. It's in 90% of the time, it's you fumble too much or we don't trust you in pass protection. So if you can't protect, after two games in the league, every defensive coordinator knows it and is like, okay, Johnny's on the field. He's going out. You know, they're not even going to keep him in protection. And then you kind of minimize the – Surprise factor. And a lot of these dudes, and I don't know if Gibbs is one of them or not, are not good in protection because they don't ask to be. Yeah, that's a fair point. I, you know, I downplayed the um, the idea of, of these players really turning into something. But as I kind of start looking down the, the running back list, it might happen a couple times or more this season. Uh, I mean, James Cook, right? James Cook was essentially right, right. that third down pass catching uh, role last year, or at least that's how he was being viewed. Now he's expected to be the uh, top back for the bills. Uh, same thing with Rashad white in Tampa Bay. And even the guy we already talked about a little bit, uh, Khalil Herbert in Chicago. So all three of those guys, and, and they're not, none of those guys are Jameer Gibbs as far as pass catchers. They're not mm -hmm. Austin Eckler, or Alvin Kamara. But they were kind of viewed as that part backup, part third down change of pace role last year, and now here they are in line to be the starter. Um, I mean, if you drafted those guys in the second, third round over the past couple of years, you're pretty happy, I would think, with the turnaround. Um, but in general, yes. I think Mark's right that it does sometimes take uh, multiple years, not just uh, not just waiting that one season for a payoff. And then there's a lot of good ones, really good football players, like James White comes to mind. Mm, yeah. But you can never start him. You know, Belichick likes him. Brady likes him. But he's really, he just doesn't score very many fantasy points. And a trend with a lot of these guys is most or almost all of their touchdown has, touchdowns have to come from distance. You know, they don't get any of the bully work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. That's going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.